Welcome, everybody, to episode 16 of Outdoors with MSA. Last week, you guys killed it. We had the most views we've ever had. It was, I mean, it, you doubled the views we've ever had. Yeah, 1,500 so views, just, man. Yeah, 1,500 views for two amateurs. I'm, we're definitely, I don't know if there's a, a rank below <laughs> amateur, but we would definitely be <laughs> that rank. Right. But you guys are showing us a lot of love, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and then this week we're gonna we're gonna go into some more college football. We actually have some real games this week that should be worth watching instead of some of these blowouts that we saw this last weekend. Uh, we got to talk about ESPN. And whatever, dude. Nebraska is a dumpster <laughs> fire. They need to just. I don't know. They need to pull a Bishop Young or a Bishop Columbus, whatever that damn school was on ESPN, and just start pulling in <laughs> failed NFL people. Bro. Like, right. Do yeah. something in Nebraska. It's not working for them. Uh, right. Let's, uh, let's go over our sponsors real quick before we get into all this. Uh, you know, we got to thank Appalachian Custom Calls. They have some amazing products. Go check them out. Cause it's Rokum juice. I love this stuff, dude. I I can leave it in the truck, and it gets super hot, and it'll smell the same as if it was in room temperature. Like I love yeah. this stuff. It works, man. Camo dust. They're coming on today to talk to us, and I can't wait. They are going to be an amazing guest today. Yeah. And of course, a rocket scientist from VIP that came on a few weeks ago. If you didn't see that one, go back and check that one out because that was an amazing podcast as well. But they have some of the best broadheads on the market. The industry's starting to wake up to them. Y'all, y'all are going to hear a lot about VIP in the coming years. And then, of course, our raffle. Go get your raffle tickets. You're helping a good cause. You win some cool stuff. Go do it. Plenty of time for them, man. Still got Plenty nine days. Still. Eight days. Nine days. Eight days till we draw that one. Yeah. All right. Let's hop into these games, all right? All right. The first one, Ohio State, Minnesota. Now, Minnesota's not ranked, but I don't think it's going to matter. The Gophers are a sleeper team. I think you're right. I think it's going to be a close game. I think down to, like, the fourth quarter, you know, Turnover decides the difference in the game. Not so on Ohio State quarterback. So. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be that close. I mean, I think Ohio State wins. I think they win by probably two touchdowns, but I just think it's going to be a good game. Overall. I got a hell of a good coach up there at Minnesota, man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're great up there. Uh, the next one, you got Indiana at Iowa. I'm taking Indiana. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mark. Mark is my dad, and I he's a big Iowa fan. And I – Indiana <laughs> Indiana's real, man. Like, I can't pick Iowa over Indiana on this one. And I've even been they to got, an Iowa game. We went to the Rose Bowl back in back, – back when they had McCaffrey at Stanford. <laughs> and we watched Stanford destroy Iowa at the Rose Bowl, which was an amazing time. Great venue, just great atmosphere. But yeah, Indiana, 
Indiana's probably taking that one. I think they're going to win the West. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Indiana's. Yeah. Indiana might win the Big Ten. I would pick them to win the Big Ten. Very possible. Returning quarterback, great team. Oh, yeah. And then I got a lot of friends who will be watching this one. Penn State at Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, Owen, I knew you were coming. <laughs> oh, and you picked Wisconsin. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Penn State. State. I'm going to Penn State, man. I don't know much about Penn State. I have a bunch of friends who are Penn State fans, and I still couldn't name you a starter on that team. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game now. Final four about. Okay. All right, Owen. I, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see if Wisconsin can pull it out. Uh, but I should be writing these down so we can keep track of them and see which one of us is smarter. Clearly, but, you know, we, you'll be an honorable mention. Okay, the game that has produced more hype videos than I've seen for a week one matchup in a long time, Alabama versus Miami. It's going to be a good game. If Miami comes to play, I think it's going to be a close game. Alabama should win this game by like two touchdowns, maybe three, but I think it's going to be close. Uh, Alabama should dog walk Miami. Now, De'Aaron King, the Miami quarterback, he reminds me of a uh, – what's the dude in uh, Arizona? Kyler Murray. He reminds me of a Murray. Yeah. Uh, real mobile. It's, it's pretty accurate on the run. But, boy, we're talking about SEC defense. ACC, you're not ready for that. You're not on that level. I'm sorry. I agree. That's why I said Alabama should win by two or three. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But let's see. Who if else? Alabama comes out flat footed. I know what. We got uh I didn't know Louise uh was that LSU? Yeah. No? Is that LSU? Anyway, you got Louisiana versus Texas. Both in the top twenty five. Louisiana? I mean I don't know. I think Steve Sarkisian will have his guys ready. I think Texas will win. Aren't you an we'll SEC fan? It's not LSU, though. LSU plays UCLA this week. Uh, well, then who is Louisiana? Louisiana University. Okay, Texas wins. I don't, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> oh, here's an interesting one. Georgia-Clemson. This game's got me nervous, man. It's got college football playoff written all over it. I mean, that's where you'd expect to see this type of matchup. I think. Not we know, Clemson's return. <laughs> right, Clemson's returning everybody on defense. It's a. Uh, it's going to be a good game. I think Georgia comes out and plays Georgia Bulldog football. We'll win. Uh, if Clemson decides the tempo, Clemson wins. We'll see. I will never vote for Clemson to win. They will lose every <laughs> week. I hope Georgia walks the fucking dog on. Don't get me wrong. I, I want them to beat them. You know, I'm a oh, bulldog yeah. for life, dude. 
I, I just can't even pretend. Like, I I have no love for Clemson. You know, you're supposed to be like, oh, well, it's a Carolina team versus another out-of-state team. You should go for the Carolina. No. No. <laughs> no. Right. I, I can't. Don't blame me. And Dan Pitt. Pitt is uh, – Sorry, Dane. I just I can't pick Pitt. You might finish third in the ACC, maybe. I mean, they got a four-year start and quarterback coming back this year at Pitt. It's possible. I mean, I think that they could win their division, at least finish behind Carolina, at least. No, Carolina. Carolina's going to be right underneath Clemson. Like that. I don't know, man. UNC. I think, I think UNC oh, could win it all. That. Between Pitt and Penn State, I, I'd rather Pitt have more success. Them Penn State fans are just obnoxious. I can, I can. Sorry to see fans. Oh, we're not even gonna talk about Tennessee fans. They, <laughs> they're like Cowboys fans. Oh, we got everything. We're winning it all this year. Yeah. What happens? You turn into a dumpster fire by midseason. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no um, faith, no faith in them. Um, any other games you wanted to hit on? Uh, alma mater, Liberty. Uh, you, the Flames play Campbell. Should be a blowout. Malik Willis is the guy to watch though for the Flames. Potential Osmond candidate. Dude's legit. Kind of reminds me of Steve McNair. He's good. All right, so we. South Carolina is playing Eastern Illinois, and I'm not going to lie, I'm worried for South Carolina here because we're starting a <laughs> uh, a graduate assistant coach at quarterback. He played well, at I, North Dakota and another team, like Illinois State or something. Iowa State. And he, Iowa State, yeah. And he still had he a year had- of eligibility. and. We're going to throw him on the field because Luke Doty got hurt. Uh, I'm worried. I like Beamer. I think Beamer's going to be a heck of a coach for South Carolina. He recruits with the best of them. But uh, Illinois, I mean, Illinois should be an easy dub. It's just we don't. We'll see what kid has got at quarterback. I think this guy will surprise you. You know, he threw up pretty good yards at Iowa State. He sat behind Lance at North Dakota State. And uh, surely God, West Virginia will beat Maryland. You know, Sean, surely. Sean, you, you said we better pick West Virginia over Maryland. Yeah. If this was surely five years ago, I would say no doubt. <laughs> I don't have that much. Is Maryland returning, buddy? I mean, I have no faith in Maryland either. I think this is going to be one of those games like we talked about earlier. One turnover is going to decide it. Uh, but yeah. I, I like West Virginia more than Maryland. So, yeah, Sean, I'll, I'll pick West Virginia. Sure, why not? I'll go with the Mountaineers. Nick, you like how my bottle just disappeared? You don't know what I'm drinking. Right. Let's get you. All right. So, <laughs> let's talk. We brought it up earlier. Let's talk about this high school team that duped ESPN. Like, how do you do that? Everybody at ESPN needs to go. You need to fire every the person who made the logo needs to go. 
everybody. You got to get rid of yeah. everybody. Start over. Because you mean to tell me you didn't do a quick Google search? I Googled them. I couldn't find nothing. Right. Well, I mean, and what if a high school kid got hurt from it, you know? That's a potential lawsuit right there. Oh, yeah. yeah if, it, but, but see, I won't put all the blame on ESPN because IGM should have had questions. Like, hey, ESPN, yeah. where's the film? Can we get any film on these guys? Right. Well, and not just yeah. that, you know. I mean, it, what's that Adam Sandler football movie, man? Uh the one there in prison? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty the much what the yard. game was, you know? The long yard. That's pretty much what it was. High school Me kids up <laughs> against the main <laughs> machine. <laughs> so, I, I mean, they, they should have just done some better research. I just hope the kids were. IBM, though, powerhouse high school football team, multiple D1 prospects every year. IGM could beat some of the college teams. Like, they're good. They'd beat Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, you know, seriously. For, uh, for a nonprofit you know, that's based out of Tennessee, we talk way too much shit on Tennessee for our fan base. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it at all. Yeah. Uh, so transitioning from football into what happened over last weekend. We had our velvet hunt that we had kept talking about. As you can tell yeah. by the lack of excitement talking about this, neither one of us harvested or saw a bug, but we learned some things. Absolutely, man. Uh, we have no clue where the deer are. <laughs> you know, the deer that we had on camera just magically vanished overnight. Everything we've been preparing for and prepping for is that completely changed went to a different food source super hot though man yeah super hot you know so i i feel like we probably should have hunted the evening more than we did in the mornings which was cooler in the mornings but everything led toward deer movement being at night at least according uh to the hunt stand app which is what i used Expected peak peak movement, you know, between five and eight p.m. all three nights. So that's probably what we should have done. Probably, um, I shouldn't have gone in so blind. Uh, the picture I have behind me now is actually from a spot that I found while I was out there. That is right next to a creek, and I was just sitting behind this log waiting for him to come get a drink of water on that hot day. And, yeah. There was just, I mean, that creek is so long, and then there's a river behind it. There's so many places for them to go get a drink. Yeah. There was no telling which where, which way they go. I mean, we did. Ha I did see two deer. I saw a doe and a fawn at thirty, downwind of me, and I mean, they didn't pay any attention to me. Didn't even know I was there, man. So I do like that camera. My dust. Yeah, oh, I it like works. It. I like it. I mean, more it works. Yeah, absolutely. Because the, with, with the spray, as soon as I start sweating, I'm like, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. But the dust, I can actually carry it with me because it's not sloshing around. Anyway, we'll talk more about that when uh, when Chris comes on here in a little bit. Don't want to get too deep into the camera dust now. Yeah. Uh, 
some of our guys went out on a dove hunt on the first and had some some success. They yeah. they killed it. Uh, kind of wish had to I would have remembered. I forgot. I just straight up forgot. I was going to go to when we talked about it for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, ask my wife. She'll tell you it happens. It's easy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I had to work, so would have been a good day though. Yeah, I saw more doves yesterday than I've seen all summer long. I think that storm pushed them up. They're definitely out yeah. eating, you know. Three days rain, they're gonna eat. Yeah, me and you might have to get together and go out one day. Just yeah. see what we can do. Plus, I need to go back up there and put a camera out. I pulled that one camera that was getting pictures in the back. Uh, I'm still learning with these cell cams. I learned that what it says your battery's at is not always where it's at. Right. Uh, I saw two beavers, so I'm going to go trap beavers tomorrow morning. It's become personal. Uh, you my talked about these beavers. You, you asked me how to blow up a beaver dam. And I'm going to trap the beavers, and then I'm going to blow up the beaver dam. And how are you going to do that? Mean you're gonna dig some holes and put tannerite in it and blow it up. How much tannerite are you gonna use? Eight pounds. Hey, no one shoot Saturday morning. I would, but I think I have plans on Saturday morning, guys. If those plans change, I'll get with you. Uh, uh got my kids this weekend, man. Speaking of which, do you have a football team yet, or do you got a starting five for basketball? I'm going to go put my cell cam out at the Beaver Dam place, trap the Beaver Dam, and hopefully kill some beavers over the next couple of days. Mm. Now I'm going to bring you in, and then mean you're going to blow it up. You lagged on me a little bit. Uh, you said you had your kids on Saturday. And I asked if you have a whole football team yet or just a starting five for basketball. I just start five for basketball. I'm yeah. trying to get a sixth man, but I don't know if the wife will let me. You know. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> so. Fruitful and multiply. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, you need to slow down too, my guy. Speaking of having kids, you got to give that girl a break. I don't think there's a time while they've been together. She ain't been. Uh, I'm talking to Dan, the buddy of mine. Wow. He, he's just about as bad as you, just pumping them out. Y'all are factories. Huh? Bible says be fruitful and multiply. You know? <laughs> Got to do it. Way to go, Dan. No. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Bro, I lose my mind with one. And, I, you know, I, I really do think it takes special people to have more than one. Because I'm telling you right now, if me and my wife had more than one, one of us would be. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, man. Once you have more than one, they pretty much start babysitting themselves. You know, they have their lone little friends and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. It sounds it's, like it's, it every time it's I call nice. you. <laughs> yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, it is, you know. Uh, I came from a big family, 
I got a ton of brothers and sisters. Now my kids have a ton of brothers and sisters. Well, I, one sister. I didn't have a lot of brothers and sisters. I had a lot of cousins. Yeah. So, you know, y'all keep pumping out friends for my kid to play with, and we'll just call them cousins, and we'll be cool with it. Right. But so. Anyways, any we plans for opening weekend of both? Open the weekend, weekend of Bo is coming up. Yep. You're going to hate this coming. idea, but I'm really looking into those tree saddles. Into the tree saddle? Yeah. Uh, I, I know, mean, it's, I know. It's, it's good for whoever wants to use it. It just, I had two friends last year fall out of a tree saddle. Uh, you know, ropes broke, whatever the issue may be, it got hurt pretty bad. One of them is a vet in our organization, you know, super good guy. It took him forever to recover. Uh, so you won't see me doing it. I think I'm going to go hunt public land opening day. Really? Yep. I think I'm going to, you know, I think I might take a couple of us with me. That way when I shoot a deer, I have somebody help me drag them out. Yes, that's why we hunt in pairs, because I'm not dragging the deer out by myself. Yeah, you should come hunting with me. Good public I land, hunt a deer. You know, yeah. I'm, well, Speaking of see, deer I'm hunting. actually going to get there. I'm going to get to hunt before you, because Georgia's opening day of bow season starts before Tennessee. So I'm going to get to go out and maybe. public land here. Well, maybe I need to get my hunting license for Georgia and come down deer hunting with you. You keep talking about it. Yeah, I know. I'll do it. Uh, speaking of deer hunt, we got a deer drawing to do. Nebraska, we're sending two vets out to do Southfitters Ministry. Uh, so, John, if you want to pick a random number between or two random numbers between 1 and 29, those will be our winners for the Nebraska deer hunt. Uh, that was purchased for through our MSA slam. Let's go with 11. Okay. 23. 11 and 23. Sounds like good numbers. Congrats, number 11 and number 23. I don't have the post up to see who your name is. Uh, so, P, this evening, or later today, and uh, we'll get it set up. So, they're going to Nebraska October 6th, hunting the 6th through the 9th. It's going to be a good time for mule deer or whitetail. So Can I go? I really enjoy it. One of those numbers mine. Do what? I said, can I go? Were one of those numbers mine? I'd love for you to go, man. I think uh, Chris would love for you to go. I know. Yeah, he would. I just, I don't have the money to go out to Nebraska right now. He begs me to go all the time. We need to get him on here now that we're video so he can actually talk. And You know, they just did a huge order. Uh, September 10th. September 10th, Sean. Ten dollars a ticket, three for twenty-five, fifteen for a hundred. So, uh, not sold as many as that I was hoping for. So we need—I mean, we really need to push those sales. Um, do you want to talk about that—that that limited time shirt we're going to come out with, or we're just going to keep that under wraps until it's time to? The turkey slam shirt. We're going. Oh, uh, well, I mean, we're—we could talk about how we're looking for a sponsor, uh, as okay. far as. 
you know, I don't want to go into detail about the color of the shirt, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, here at Outdoors with MSA, we're searching for a primary sponsor for the 2022 season, uh, for the year, actually. Thousand bucks, that's going to get you your logo on our MSA shirts. This logo right here will be gone. It'll be just your primary logo. It'll be your logo on the front of our shirt. Uh, we're going to sell them for our Turkey Slam shirts and our Deer Slam shirts. Plus, you'll be our primary sponsor for our but, podcast. But our logo will be on the back of the shirt, right? Yeah, correct. And so uh, that 1000 bucks is going to be used to purchase uh, four cameras for all four chapters so they could start videotaping the trips and telling the stories of these vets and first responders, uh, you know, and, and that way we can start airing these on like Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and that's, while that's we do the podcast on Thursdays. I've had a lot of people come up or, you know, message me and be like, hey man, y'all need to do something throughout the week, even if it's just a quick little 15 minute thing. Uh, yeah. Because, and I do agree we need to have some shorter things because not everybody's got a whole hour to sit here and listen to us drone on about nothing. Well, true. You know, we are going to go live on our draft for our Fantasy League football uh, Saturday night, 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock. we got two leagues, $20 pay-in, 50-50 payout. You should join us. I'm going to smoke you in that. Even though I taught you everything that you know. Dude, I retired from yeah. fantasy football because I was too good. I'm a smoke you, dude. I'm going to finish first in both leagues. You just get your jar of jalapenos ready. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Just cut me deep like that, bro. Dude, I'm telling you. That... Everybody agrees. You said jalapenos. I did not say jalapenos. I said jalapenos. It's A-S. A-S. You said N-E. Or E-N-I-S. Uh, no, I didn't. But that's all I'll give, man. It, it, I mean, if that gets us, if that's what brought us our 1,500 views, if that's what brought us our 1,500 views, I will gladly rock that all day, yeah. every day. That, that should be one oh, of the specialty shirts we come out with. A little combat housing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we might as well, dude. I mean, that's, that rocks for me, man. You know, so. Well, let's get Chris in here, dude. So I'm going to invite. I, right, I, I sent him the invite. <laughs> Did you? All right, cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's seeing it, you know. Hopefully he's refreshing. His computer comes in, sees it. I'm excited to have him to... on. Yeah. Super good guy. Do we want to talk about the NFL at all? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it. You know, we got the draft Saturday. Why not? Panthers win it all. No, no. no. To be said, we're good. I think, I think Carolina will finish second in their division. I think the Bucks will win it. I think Carolina will finish second. The Bucks. Who are the Bucks? The Bucks. The Tampa Bay Bucks. No. They don't exist. <laughs> uh, We're not worried about them. 
I actually think it's going to come down to St. Louis, or not St. Louis, but the Rams and Tampa in the NFC West for an NFC championship. So I think that, you know, the Rams have the real potential to go to the Super Bowl this year. They just locked in a solid running back. Ooh. Big Georgia Bulldog. Sonny Michelle. See that comment? See that comment right there at the bottom? No. I'm not shaving it, dude. I'm bald, right. man. Why Why am I going to shave my beard? That's the only place I got hair. <laughs> mm. I'm bald think on it, top of my head, man. Think, think of the views, my guy. Think of the views. Well, here is Chris. Chris. Hey, Chris. How's it going, Chris? What's up, guys? Nice. Great. How about y'all? You, I like. Good, um, man. Glad to have you on. Yeah, good to be here. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris Parnell from Camo Dust, huge vet supporter and one of our sponsors for here with Outdoors with MSI. And uh, let's talk some Camo Dust, dude. Let's talk it. Yeah. What you got, guys? It's a dry powder that eliminates the human scent. I mean, you can't. Everybody that uses it tells me it's the you know best stuff they've ever used, and and uh, it's dry, you know. So yeah, everybody. We we touched on it earlier, and I was like, I, I love that I can just throw it in a pocket or a pouch and carry it, and then if I feel like I need it while I'm up there, I can just. Yeah. Now, Anthony did it a little. His technique, while it it was effective, it just looked weird. He would take the sock by the end. Sling it over his shoulder Freezing and, up. and hit his back. Yeah, yeah. I, the way I, I, I'll kind of turn in. I'll use the wind. It's I use it as a wind checker. Also, a lot of guys use milkweed. Uh, I use my sock all the time sitting in because the, the deer are going to come from downwind. Uh, the deer, yeah. you know, big deer are always going to scent check downwind. You hunt a, a doe trail. Uh, you want to hunt. You want to hunt the the downwind side because that's the way the buck's going to be checking you want to make your your shot a little shorter that's how i hunt anyway but uh i'll i'll powder down from head to toe or from so i start at my boots and i work my way up concentrating on my crotch my armpits and then i'll take my hat off and i'll i'll fill my hat in and i'll put them on in my hair uh and then put my hat back on and i do the same thing with my gloves i don't wear gloves walking in uh but when I get in, a, you know, I'll powder down my gloves and my, my face mask or whatever I'm wearing. little necklace that I have that covers half my face. And I'll make sure it has dust on it also. But while I'm at the truck, you know, you're set, you're checking the wind. That may determine where you're going to hunt. Uh, you know, a lot of guys, you check the wind and the weatherman tells you it's going to be blowing one way. And you get to the parking spot and it's completely different. And, you know, I, I hunt 90, I would say 98% of the time is uh, public land hunting. So it, I'll determine from there. Uh, I have gotten in the truck and completely moved to a different. I wanted to hunt a difference with that wind. So, uh, but you're you're powdering down and the wind kind of blows. I'll turn around and and let the sock blow into my back. Uh, I try to every single inch of my clothes. This stuff is fine for the talc. Uh, it's going to saturate every pore of your clothes. And and when y'all shake a dust, I don't know if y'all have you shown everyone the the sock and how how much powder it is here i've got one right here no, you know when you pull it out it comes in a little can like that right there i mean it's the sock comes in it so when you buy it it's six ounces of that right there in a in a can 
and you can see the dust in there. So the dust you see, and y'all can't see that because of the camera, but there's a ton of little, I'll take my hat and just every little particle is going to eliminate a human scent and the human scent molecules, moisture. Uh, we've dried all the free moisture out of this, this dirt and then put it through a patented process. And that's how it works. Uh, the, the scent molecules, moisture, as it travels through your clothes, it's going to latch onto the dry dirt. And as the scent, it, once it latches on the patented process, we put the dirt through neutralizes and eliminates the human scent. So you're sitting there, you know, scent free. You've got a wall. It's a barrier. It's not a cover scent or a masking agent. It's a it's a barrier. So, you know, that you're always sloughing off skin. You're always putting off body odor. Uh, we, we think we've got it uh, pretty near perfect. Uh, go ahead. What I like about it is that, you know, you're not you're not spraying cold stuff on you. When it's freezing cold outside, you're not yeah. putting a wet substance yeah. on your body. We're fighting the frozen bottle. Degrees yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm bad about. I never put my bag inside my truck. I keep it in the back of my truck. It stays in my. It stays in my garage closet. Really, is where it stays. But during hunting season, I put it in the garage, and uh, it gets. I mean, I have it's been freezing in my garage, but I may leave. I may get home at nine thirty at night from hunting and leave it in the back of my truck overnight. Well, then you go out there and everything, your water bottles froze. You've got to start out, you know, you got to go get another bottle of water or whatever you're going to carry. I'm not going in a gas station at, you know, three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. And, uh, where I hunt, I, it's public. We, I have been known to walk 2.9 miles away from the truck to get to an area. Yeah. That's walking around a beaver. A beaver slough and all that so uh i could ride in on a boat but you know it's just a lot of work for a for a deer it's easier to just take off walking just yeah. walk slow and, and powder down about every quarter to a half uh we'll walk the first mile and then we'll stop take a break and kind of powder down i hunt with my dad and brother uh most of the time uh, we hunt together it, just so you help each other drag deer out you know two miles from the truck dragging the deer out on public ground or you walk all the way back to the truck and get the cart and uh and then drag the drag the deer out so when you're that far back you want to shoot a, a good buck you don't want to shoot we, we get mad at each other for shooting does that's why we you think you know you're out here hunting and and you're trying to show how camo dust works i've got a lot of videos on my phone i'm not i'm not shooting a, a doe uh, you know two miles from the truck she's too that's too far to drag man bad of a tote i guess i could quarter out and haul it out but there's a lot more doe closer to the truck yeah yeah but yeah, six ounces, man. It, it's it's so simple. It's six ounces. It does not have because yeah. it stays dry until it soaks up moisture or the human scent. It's it's good to go. Uh, I've got. I mean, I, I had a guy. Uh, he just told me this the other day. One of his buddies found one of our original camo dust cans, probably twenty five years old, and uh, it was in a store here in Arkansas. And he he texted him and asked if it's still good. And and uh, my buddy texted me and. And I said, sure. I said, it's, I said, as long as it's not wet or clumpy, you know, and he shook it and it was just as powdery as it was the day we made it. And, uh, he killed a deer last year using some 25 year old camo dust and still use it. Bought, bought all six boxes that that store had. And, uh, you know, so it's, uh, who knew it's, it's so simple. It's not a big contraption. It doesn't make noise. It doesn't freeze. I mean, it's, it's, a uh, we're the only, dry scent eliminator that i know of on the market uh 
and it's a uh, it's so simple. You just powder your clothes down and go go beat I, their I nose. It works, you know. Oh, absolutely, it, it works. It's it's easy for me to say. My my dad invented it, so I I've been using it since I was twelve years old. You know, so it's it's there's no big deal. It's it's nothing for me to go and see deer within eight steps of the base of my tree or watch them cross my deer trail. I've I've been doing it pretty much my whole hunting career and uh probably should have shot a lot more deer than i have but it's just fun to watch it's fun to beat them it's fun to beat their nose you know i've yeah. i had a guy when we first come out on the market with it a couple about three years ago i had a guy from louisiana he every single time he hunted this area he got busted by by this old nanny doe and she was killing him and and he had big deer you know he had pictures of big deer. i were texting back and forth and he's <clears throat> sending me big pictures or pictures of some big deer but every time he hunted this one ground blind where this deer was at uh he it didn't matter which way he went in this doe would blow at him and he never could sh i said well shoot her he's like i can't get her close enough and uh i said well buy you buy a couple of cans of camo dust powder down sneak in there and then powder your blind inside and out and get all that scent off of it and then shoot her and i said shoot her that afternoon i said i guarantee you she will not smell you and uh, he went in there, he powdered it. I told him, you know, wash your clothes. Don't run them in the dryer. Let them air dry so you don't have dryer sheet smell or, you know, the heated coils from your dryer or whatever. I just stay away from the dryer. And uh, let them hang dry and then powder them down and then go kill that deer. Well, he sent me a message the next afternoon and said, I smoked her, you know, 23 yards. She come right in. She was looking at the blind. Come in circled the thing completely to get downwind to try to win him and that's what she was doing she knew he was there because she smelled him you know it didn't matter which way the wind was blowing or what she was going downwind smelling him and then and then ruining the area so he uh it changed the game he ended up killing that deer and, and i posted it on the facebook page so it's uh probably should have wrote a big write-up of that but but he uh he smacked that old nanny and got her out and then went to killing buck so he got buddies buddies in texas that have shot 200 inch deer using it uh it's just it's easy there if everybody used it one time everybody in america would i it's it's so easy for me to say but i hear it so much from guys i killed my biggest buck using camo dust you know i mean look I at, if you walk into a bass pro shop or a walmart you see the aisle and it's like a Whole damn aisle of bottle after bottle after bottle of spray. Yeah. And well, that's all the, almost every that's hunt, all every right hunter there. has tried a bottle. Like right. I, I don't care how bad you think you are. You've tried a bottle. Like, eh, right. maybe this will help. Yeah. Dude, just try it. Like this is so yeah. much easier. Like I said, I put it in my pocket and just no sloshing. Because who's carrying that bottle? who's carrying a bottle this big to your stand? Yeah. I mean it's 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 pretty simple. It's a I'm not knocking the bottle. I don't use the liquid spray because I have camo dust, but you know, it's if I can't beat you, if I can't beat that deer's nose and make you 100 percent, I'm not going to say I can 100 percent eliminate human sin. I can't do that. Uh, it's just yeah, you. you, figure that out. You'd be a rich but but here's the deal. I can I can get and I've got guys that have killed. You know, I've got there's a couple of buddies of mine that one of them's killed 27 Pope and Young deer on public ground using camo dust. That's a feat. Mm -hmm in itself and he even if you're not 100 percent scent free or let's say you're you're as good as you you've your camo dusted down if they s smell you they're going to think you're 300 yards away instead of 30 at full draw 
Uh, that's the best way to explain it. That's the way he explains it. I can be at 30 at full draw, and they think I'm 300 yards away. Here's the deal. Whether it 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 works well enough to make that deer, it takes the fear and flight completely away from the deer. Uh, I've seen hundreds and hundreds of deer that have hit my trail that I walked in on, throw their nose up, whether it be buck or doe, throw that nose up, go to licking, throw it up, and then turn and come straight to me. It's, there's nothing in there that is an attractant, but it, it completely takes the fear uh, out of it. I, always, I like to tease and say, man, it was their, that's, their, that's that deer's very first breath of fresh air. Like I, it's almost like I say, you know, just clean the air. There's no human scent to it, though. You know, camo dust is odorless. It uh, does not have an odor. We don't add anything in it that has an odor. Uh, it just smells like dirt. Uh, every once in a while, I'll open a can up and I'll smell chocolate chip cookies, but I promise you there's nothing in there. Uh, it's just earth, you know, it's a certain, certain type of dirt that, that we run through a process and it, it eats the human scent. It lives on it. So that's its old goal in life. It just reminds me of moon dust when we were in Iraq, you know, every time you'd step on it, just poof everywhere. Right. And that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. You know, just it's, take it's all fine. over me. It's really, it's a really fine powder. I mean, it, you got to get it that fine, uh, to to uh, because we want it in every pore of your clothes. You know, the more you put on, you don't have to wash your clothes as often. Now, I know early season, uh, you're gonna sweat a lot. You need to wash your clothes. You need to stay clean. Uh, that smell, you know, you produce a an odor. It smells like a locker room, but camo dust will cut it, cut it way back. You may not have to wash as often, uh, using using the dust. So it's one of those deals. You get you know, mid to late season where it's cool and you're walking in with a long sleeve shirt and maybe a light jacket and, and hunting a, an all day sit, you know, you're just sitting there powdering down as the day goes along. That's the thing. What I recommend you powder down at the truck, uh, real good dust from head to toe, front to back. And then, you know, walk to your stand. I've got a long walk. We walk slow. Uh, I'll powder down. Uh, if I've got a buddy that I know is hunting a little area that's between my truck and where I'm going, when I get to where he's, you know, going to be, I don't want to booger a deer up walking through the woods. So I'll, I'll powder down, you know, when I'm going to walk that quarter, you know, through that little area where he, or that ridge, if I'm crossing that ridge that he's hunting, I don't want to mess a deer up. So I'll powder that ridge down and, uh, or powder myself down and then I'll walk, walk on past him. But if nobody's in there and I know nobody's hunting, I'm hoofing it to to a certain spot, powdering down again, and it, pretty much just a rest spot is what we call it. You know, we're going to walk to the tee and then rest, and and then we're hitting the big woods and and walking another two miles. So it's just a uh, powder down. A lot of people don't hunt farther than a quarter, or they'll ride their four wheeler in, powder down at your four wheeler real good, and then walk to your deer stand. And before you climb up, powder down again. You know, and then when you're sitting in the deer stand, here's the thing: you're sitting in a box stand. Even in a box stand, you're thinking, I'm in a box stand, it's going to keep my scent in. Well, when you open that window, it's like a chimney stack. It's a chimney stack of scent just leaving that window. A lot of times you have just one window open, you know, to keep it black in there and keep it dark, even in a hunting blind. Well, you're making a smokestack of human scent. You're making a hot box is what it is, and your scent's just sitting yeah. in there. Dust the inside of that blind. Dust yourself down. You know, you, you want to kill that scent. Uh, while you're sitting in that blind also and and don't give them don't give those deer any chance we're there to kill them there's no doubt about it we want to shoot the biggest one in the woods everybody that goes hunting wants to kill the biggest one out there so 
I don't want him to ever walk past anyone. And I, I want to kill the next world record with somebody using camo dust. Uh, he's out there and I know I can beat his nose. I just need to have the right guy using, using the camo dust and get and shoot him at eight yards. You know, I let him get in there close. Yeah. Who, who's going to let the, who's going to let a 250 inch deer get eight yards from him. But wouldn't it be nice to say you did it, you know? Cause right. I, I think we could beat his nose. It's not going to be either one of us, bud. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, if I my <laughs> we, might, we might get you a 105 or 120. <laughs> First killing opportunity in the arrow, Eddie. We'll That's you what yeah. I can't We're even get you a 105. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm the worst hey, deer hunter. I'll tell you, a public land doe that walks through the woods looking up. You know, you beat those. That's just like shooting 140. That's like shooting a Pope and Young buck. You know, them them four or five year old doe that people let walk. You know, they don't have those fancy handles to help drag them out on public ground like those bucks do. So a lot of them get to walk unless they blow. They blow, they go. So uh, yeah. you know, they pick you out. They'll pick you out moving. I get I get picked off from bumping my bow and or uh, you know even standing up. I've gotten caught a couple of times. I let deer get in a lot closer than what they should just because I want to, I want to see the product work. I want to see how close I can get them uh, to the tree. I'll hunt their trail. I'll walk across their trail. I, I, I try to make sure that I'm, I'm doing stuff that, that other guys really wouldn't do. Uh, you know, I play the wind different because I want to see the deer do certain things. Uh, I, it's just, it's my that's my job is to make sure I'm putting the best product. I think camo dust is the best product on the market when it comes to eliminating scent. And and I it's easy for me to say it because I've I've tested it, you know, in the field. I need to really buy a camera and start videoing this stuff and and uh getting pictures in close and and stuff like that. But but guys that have used it tell me, you know, it I hear hundreds of stories a season about, you know, straight down wind or deer close i love it when a guy sends me a picture and says this is my best buck ever and it i promise you it's because of camo dust that makes me happy you know i'm i want to it's for the dad uh that's just a weekend warrior you know that's a this is a a game changer for him when he wants to take his kids out there and and get them in the woods and be successful or at least see deer you want kids to see deer well if a deer is 100 yards through the woods and they smell you you're not ever going to see them but if they're coming to that tree you're hunting or that feed tree that you've went out there and found or you got lucky or you've got a spot where you always see deer you take those little ones out there they they smell too but you dust them down and you're dusted down and you know they get to see a deer come in at you know 15 or 20 yards it, it makes an impression on them and then you've got a hunting partner for life you know so everybody wants their little ones to hunt so how many hunts does one sock usually last you i like to say eight to ten on a on a normal normal guy i've got guys at three or four hunts Mine lasts me about six to eight hunts. I, anywhere from six to ten hunts would be a good, a good. It depends on how far you walk. Depends on the weather. You know how often you wash your clothes. I don't. I don't have. I don't wash my clothes very often. Now I. I don't wear my outer layer to the tree. And and if it's hot, I'm not wearing anything to the tree. I'll change right there at the base of the tree, and uh, just kind of wipe down, and then keep everything in a, a two gallon uh turkey bag i guess is what it's called just a ziploc bag and i'll roll it up and stick it in my backpack and uh and then i'll powder powder down as i apply a layer you know but that's it's hot here in arkansas it's gonna be 90 degrees when season opens and 
you you walk to your favorite spot that's two miles off you're gonna sweat you're gonna sweat when you're in the trees so i have a pair yeah. of gloves i do you know that time of year i will wear a pair of gloves and i'll wipe the sweat with my or i'll carry a little chamois like a swim towel and i'll keep that on me as i'm wiping sweat as i go and then i'll dust it down stick it in my bag and seal it and uh you know, you're walking back to early season. Those deer are still a little dumb. They're not as wild, you know, that first couple of days of deer season until they start getting pressure. Uh, that's, you know, public land hunting. People start walking around, and then they get a little they get a little tougher to hunt after that first week for sure. So you really have to watch it. So, Chris, I know Six we can days. get your, project, uh, your product on Amazon. And, uh mm-hmm. We also know we can get it at camodust.com. Where else can, uh, are you in any other retailers besides uh, just Amazon or camodust.com? Yeah, I'm, there's about 34 or 35 stores I'm in, uh, mainly here in Arkansas. I've got a couple in Oklahoma, Louisiana, uh, okay. North Carolina. There's a couple of stores. Uh, if you guys know of a, a local bow shop that or any, any of your viewers that they want camo dust to carry, uh, shoot me a message on on Facebook Messenger, and I'll call them and, and try to get it in there. So I'll put it in every store in America. I want it. It's got to be easy to get to, you know, as easy as it, yeah. it is to use. Uh, you go to your bow shop, grab a can or two, and, uh, you know, take it to the woods. Keep one in your truck. And uh, that way, if you, cost? You, uh, suggested retail is around $14. Uh, okay. Mine's on the Internet. It's 12 dollars plus shipping and handling so amazon's a, okay. yeah so 14 anywhere from 13.85 here in arkansas uh around 14 15 dollars is what they're selling them for so and i saw on your website like you have bundled deals too like if you buy the, the six pack it's a little bit less than- yeah i've got a little little price break in there uh you buy one you buy a single from me on the on the facebook or on the the website with shipping and handling, it's twenty-one dollars a can. If you buy two, it's thirty-five, and if you buy six, it's uh about seventy-eight dollars uh, for a six-pack. So there's a little price break in there when you buy the buy the bundle pack. You know, the more you buy, uh, you know, the ship. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you're going to use six cans. Most of my, I've got a ton of repeat uh, buyers. I, of course, I see, I feel every can in every order, and uh. So I remember you remember names or or stuff like that. And you'll see guys that have, you know, I've got guys that will order uh, a six pack and then about halfway through the season, they're ordering another one. And uh, and then they're coming back the next, you know, they're maybe three in one season, maybe, you know, and those are guys that are and I'll get pictures. You know, a lot of those guys that I've, I've posted pictures up on Facebook are buying, you know, they're buying camo dust and using it uh, a lot. And they hunt a lot, too. So. You know, the more you hunt, the more the farther you walk. So, see, it'd be you know. perfect for, like you said earlier, that weekend warrior dad who maybe gets, you know, seven days throughout the whole deer season to get yep. out. A, a can's going to last you. You buy a two, double. Yeah. Two years. <laughs> well, you buy. He'll he'll go through. He'll go through two cans. Set. You know, you say seven or eight hunts, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, you buy a double just because it's cheaper. That's the best deal out there is the double. It's 35 bucks for two cans. And then uh, that's shipped to your house and you'll get it. You know, you put the order. If I get the order in before two, I'm going to ship it out that day. <laughs> it's uh, if, you know, once season gets busy and there's a ton of orders, it's hard for me to 
after two o'clock to get those orders out and to the post office. But, but, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, I try Wednesday. I always like to say, if you get them in by Wednesday, you'll have the can by Friday. If the post office does their job, uh, and you'll be hunting, you know, Friday evening, you can go out there and scout, uh, man, the thing about camo dust, when you're, if you're like right now, you need to be using camo dust. It's hot. People are starting to bait. People are starting to run cameras or they've been running cameras. Anytime you go in the woods, you need to have camo dust on. You know, you don't want, you don't want that deer to know you're there. You don't want anything to change. You know, he just, the only thing that's different is, Hey, I've got a bait pile up here and then they've done some food plot work, you know, and that's just normal stuff to a deer, but you don't want him to smell you. Uh, running cameras. I've, I've got trappers that use it. Uh, predator hunters, coyote hunting after season. You know, everybody's still ready to shoot stuff and they watch coyotes. If they didn't shoot them during the deer season, when they come by, they'll predator hunt, you know, in the off season, man, that use camo dust out there and get them in close. Uh, hog hunting. If it has a nose, we can beat it. And, uh, you know, deer, hog, elk, bear, uh, works great on bear. Bear have fantastic noses and uh you know you've got people out there that are fixing bear seasons if it's not already running it's fixing the st- i know it's fixing to start here in arkansas september so it, it started in a few states but it's yeah it's, it's ramping up yep yeah. so uh bear anything that smells you uh hey uh chris so we have that mentioning our, hold on anthony you keep mentioning arkansas yeah <laughs> do you watch college football at all yeah 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 <laughs> how is arkansas gonna do Hey man, we got a fantastic baseball team, don't we? Aren't they all? <laughs> hey, South Carolina's baseball team legit. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Razorbacks are gonna. Uh, they'll be all right this year. They'll, you know, Pittman will get them straightened out, lined out, and and on the right track if he hasn't already. So, got some hungry kids up there that want to. They want to beat people up and and uh and hit them in the mouth. So, you know, you just got to have a group of mean kids that want to win. And I think that's what that's what being a Razorback's all about. So, as long as you can beat Vanderbilt and Tennessee, you're good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beat them all. Okay. Yeah. Start start the season off with Georgia, and let's hit them in the mouth and start it off right. Oh now, come on! I don't <laughs> don't put that evil on me, man. Uh, yeah. I think I think Arkansas does win. <laughs> I think Arkansas does win seven, eight games this season. I think they're yeah. They're going to be yeah, legit we, this year. We've got diehard fans that'll say ten, you know. So it's of course we've got Everybody the same fans. It. Yeah, you got you got fans. I I don't know. I'm not putting prediction on it. It's I'd like to see I'd like to see eight or nine wins for sure. Uh, you got to beat the Texas team. You know, you got you can't let. I'm sick of losing to Missouri. You got to hit Missouri in the mouth. You got to yeah. anybody in the East. You can't lose the East games just because that. And wouldn't it be nice to knock Alabama off? Amen. Somebody's got to do it, right? Right. Yeah. So, Chris, before we wrap this podcast up, uh, we had six people put in for a John for your camo dust. Okay. So, if you want to pick a random number between one and six, so uh, we can go ahead and mail off some of this camo dust to. Let's go with five. Five. Awesome. That's, can't thank you enough, man, for coming on today's podcast. Uh, if you're interested in camo dust, you put out on five. I don't know who the name is yet. I, I don't have my Facebook oh, I up to look. I got you. So, 
uh, you know, so all of our viewers, you know, if you're interested in getting camo dust, go to www.camodust.com or you can purchase it on Amazon. Uh, thanks so much, Chris Parnell, for coming in today, man. Can't thank you enough for supporting us. And, yes, sir. Uh, maybe yeah, we can get you back in after de after deer season, you know. Yeah. We got big bucks. So. What, what are you talking about, AJ? I'm waiting for Chris to be like, hey, John, let's go to Arkansas. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Come on, I put you in, I've got trees all over the place. I, we got Oh, yeah, I got plenty I've of got trees around here. I just can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> trees ain't the problem. I, I see I trees all the time. Yeah. I've got I've got trees I, I can tell you you can shoot at a doe for sure. Uh oh, you know, it's yeah. Like we've got that. a good little spot. Arkansas's got a lot of a lot of good hunting. We got a lot of public ground, so we can we can pick a spot and go see it and not have to worry about a hog walking through on some of them and and uh, maybe you guys will get lucky and shoot you an Arkansas buck. Mm. We'll get that big cool shooting. Yeah. cool shooting a hog. They don't bother me. <laughs> well, I, I've only got one one piece of public, and really, I've never seen a hog hunting. I hope I don't ever. Uh, the public ground I hunt, it doesn't have hogs yet. Of course, they say they're coming. So knock on wood. Right. You better go yeah, ahead and knock right, right now. Or this year, yeah. it'll be everywhere. Man, there's something. We I did see my first bear. Uh, in the spot last year but you know i i didn't get to hunt a lot last year i was i was uh melling cans out so i've got to got to do better this year so yeah, come in, in a tree and a, a big order comes in do you have to climb out of the tree hey, and go fill the I, order I was, I was sitting the last buck i killed was two years ago and uh i was sitting in the tree i'd hunted this spot five five trips and yet to see a buck and uh i was giving up it was december 15th and i said i'm done for the season had I missed nine calls and I'm thinking I'm sitting up here thinking, man, these people are wanting to talk camo to us. I've got to get down. So I climbed down from the time I was I'm 18 feet up. Uh, I, I hit the bottom and uh, I, I actually answered the last one right there and was talking at the base of my tree as I was packing stuff up. And I was done pretty much to hunt. And I said, well, I'm going to shed hunt on the way up. You know, it's December 15th. I'll find an old one in here, ground bear. Uh, so I hit this ditch, and I was kind of walking through the ditch, and it was eyeball level with the bank, so I could see a pretty, pretty good clip through the woods. And, and I was walking and, and kind of looking for an old white shed out there. And, and uh, as I come to a low spot in the ditch where I could stand, I had my stand on my back, carrying my bow, uh, had already taken my release off, and uh, stepped up, and it was in a little cane thicket. And I stepped up, and as I stepped up, you know, that little drip that comes off your boot, I did it slow. I was still trying to be sneaky through the woods. And I had a little three-mile-an-hour breeze hitting me right in the back. And a uh, beautiful morning. You know, should have seen 30 deer and shot a 150. It was that kind of morning, you know. And I caught movement, and when I did, it was a 13-inch G2. And I could see his mouth open and tongue hanging out, and he was just panting. But he turned. And I just caught that profile on that left side, and I thought, man, that's a, that's a good buck. And he was bedded up in that cane. And I kind of sat there for a second and, and figured I had messed it up and was going to get to watch him run away, and then I was going to have to figure out a way to hunt again. And I sat there for probably a minute and a half. He turned his head the opposite way and was looking away from me. Now, he's got his back to me, you know, using the wind, and I am, I, I promise you all, I'm, less than 10 yards from 
and has not gotten up yet. Uh, he's looking away, and I set my bow down, ended up getting my stand off my back, uh, got my quick release on, uh, got it on my wrist, picked my bow back up, knocked an arrow, and I was on my knee, and I, I was thinking, man, am I going to be able to get a arrow through this cane? And I was trying to look, and I was on my right knee. And, I'm, of course, I'm right-handed, so that was going to be weird. And uh, I ended up using my stand, put my elbow on my stand. I just kind of stood up, and I was kind of crapping. I drew, couldn't see the deer, couldn't see his vitals. And uh, he peeled away from me, turned his head, and I just froze. And I stayed there. It, I, it seemed like 15 solid minutes, but it was probably about eight seconds. And, uh, and I was kind of calm hard and uh thinking, man it's he's fixing to blow out here he, and i noticed he was panting breathing about as hard as i was he was all he looked wet and uh, anyway I, I raised up and i just went ahead and stood all the way up at full draw i couldn't see him for limbs you know hanging over him that way and and uh anyway i ended up wiggling around and I shot him, and I was uh, six steps, about six. It was about eight yards, about two yards. Uh, it was right at ten yards when I drilled him, and that deer lunged and died. I, I don't think he went two full deer lengths, and then he killed over dead. And uh, or, well, he just stopped. Uh, I picked him up, man. That was that was that was great. I mean, it was it was a three mile an hour breeze blowing right at him, and I slammed him. I didn't. He up my shot. It would have been run off, but I shot him. Shot him out of his bed. He didn't go very far, but he had been rutting. He, I guess he had. He was beat up. I didn't. I didn't see any puncture wounds or broken bones when I cleaned him or anything like that. But that deer looked like he had slipped in a ditch and then this mud. He was a muddy deer, but uh. But we got him. He was a, he was a good one. And that's the last one. But I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, we're gonna get off of here, bud. But we appreciate you coming on. We love having you awesome. as one of the sponsors for this show. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we can keep keep up this relationship and yes, get a lot of people on camo dust and a lot of people on deer. You know, because that's both of our both of our goals. Yeah. We, we align yeah. perfectly. Deer. Send me pictures on the Facebook like her Facebook page and, and uh when you get one using camo dust we have a best here in January January everybody brings their bucks and gets them scored and and do all that we have a booth set up there and I, I put a big TV up and and if you kill a, a lot of people some people don't put their bucks in a big buck classic but if you kill one using camo dust and it hits my Facebook page I run it on the on the big TV and I, I like to tell people they make the big buck classic whether they enter a deer or not so so your face will be yep thanks guys i appreciate it yes sir thank you so much chris have a good day man yep good luck y'all this season later you too all right great show man that was a good show um i love having chris on i love having chris around he's a great guy yep um we're gonna wrap this one up here we want to remind everybody about all of our great sponsors and our raffle. 
please, if you haven't already, yep. go hit this raffle up. Uh, it's going to help get vets outdoors, and you win cool stuff. Like it, it's a win-win. Um, yeah. All that money is going. Guess that we have. Go ahead. Oh. All that money is just going towards our deer slam hunts, you know, our outfitter hunts. So, yeah. And then, of course, Anyways. the guest we had on today, Chris, with Camo Dust, a great sponsor, Appalachian Custom Calls for all your call needs. I think they're coming out with the Grunt Call this year. You've got to check that out. Cousins Rookum Juice, I love it. It's great. Go check them out at Old it's Indian Tricks. Great mock strike. He also has a, you know, a dough and heat scent. Uh, it's called Cooter Juice. Go to Old Indian Tricks, LLC.com. Don't spill it in your car. Yeah, and don't spill it in your one, car. VIP products, the broadheads. I love them. I probably will never use another broadhead. And look for the this year, they said they're coming out with some more. So be looking out for those as well. And I think that's it, man. We crushed it. Yeah, man. We're done. Good chance. Have a good day, man. Take it easy. See.